opening clash tomorrow against England. It's the PSL radio show Second Jalo. We'll be chatting to Andre Arnsa as well as Sean Bartlett about last night's action and uh, what's coming up for Bidvest Vitz and Amatax respectively. But uh, let's start with uh, news making headlines today. And Sport Minister Fakile Mbalula said South Africa did not pay a bribe for the right to host the 2010 FIFA World Cup. Mbalula also said that Safa was unaware that the money sent for the benefit of the Diaspora Legacy Programme did not not reach its destination. Minister Mbulula had this to say at today's press conference. That the South African government and the local organizing committee has not paid any bribe to anyone to secure the rights to host the 2010 FIFA World Cup. We will approach the United States authorities through the diplomatic channels to share with us their indictment and any information that they have to enable us to study the facts carefully and to take appropriate action. Staying with that story and news just in, or I should say related to that story, the Premier Soccer League has filed charges against eight football officials and players in relation to match-fixing allegations. We'll have more on that uh, on AM Live tomorrow morning. Nedbank Cup round of 16 matches will be played the week of the 1st to the 5th of April. It was announced today. Live football action to look forward to tonight in the Europa League. Selected fixtures include Manchester United up against Liverpool and Spurs are at home at White Hart Lane against Borussia Dortmund. Today was one of the shortest days of the Absa Cape Epic, but not one of the easiest. Lots of climbing, as Jeff Ayliff reports. Today, stage four provided cooler conditions with an overcast sky in the morning and a 75-kilometer stage that included 1,850 meters of climbing. And with 28% of the stage technical single track, it was always going to suit the downhill specialists. In the men's race, the leading teams were together for much of the stage until Trek seller San Marco A. Damiano Ferrero and Samuel Aporo broke away down the final single track to take the win. Bulls 2, Simon Stibian and Tim Bume were second and CST superior Rudy van Coates and Hans Becking in third place. The Bulls, Karl Platt and Urs Huber, they hung back and forth to conserve their legs with no real reason to fight as they maintained their overall leader's jersey. Christian Heineck had pulled out soon after the start after injuries from yesterday's crash. In the ladies' race, another classic finish with Spurs specialised Arian Kleinans and Annika Langvald taking the win from Team Sport for Good, Sabine Spitz and Jana Bellamona. Topik Ergon a distant third as Spurs specialised increased their overall lead. 93 kilometers away tomorrow, two and a half thousand meters of climbing. It is the queen stage of the 2016 Absa Cape Epic and the, any teams who still fancy themselves as overall winners will need to make a move tomorrow. Time is running out. Jeff Aliff live at the Absa Cape Epic. On to some rugby news. Martin Ferreira and Kevin Later are the only two changes to the Southern Kings starting 15 for their clash against the Crusaders. The Crusaders resting uh, Kieran Reid in that one. The Lions, uh, it's good news. Lionel Mapu, Andres Kutsia, Dylan Smith and Malcolm Marks all return to the starting 15 for their clash against the Cheetahs. While the Stormers have made a couple of changes to Kubis van Veik on the wing and Nick Groom at Scrum Half replaces Leland Zass and Jano for Mark. Uh, they play the Brumbies this weekend and also some crucial Six Nations action this weekend. Danny Kerr and Marco Vinipola replaced Ben Youngs and Joe Marlin. England starting 15 for their Grand Slam decider against France. Meanwhile, France have made two changes to their team, uh, bringing in Bernard Leroux and uh, Lohan Goujon. Speaking of Leroux, Johan Leroux keeping an eye on the cricket action that's taking place in India. It's the World uh, 2020 Afghanistan up against Sri Lanka. Johan, are surprised to hear Sri Lanka calling themselves the underdogs for this one. 
Very interesting call by the captain, Angelo Matthews, but that's because of their recent poor form. They've only won two of their last t- 10 T20s, while Afghanistan, on the other hand, they're flying high. They won nine of their last 10 20 over matches, so they are full of confidence, and they've just picked up their second wicket. That means Sri Lanka are currently 58 for two after 8.4 overs, and they are chasing that target of 154. The latest wicket to fall was Lahiro Tiramani. He went for six. First to go was Dinesh Chandamal, he was dismissed for 18 from 17 by the one and only Muhammad Nabi. It's the same man who destroyed Hong Kong in the first phase of the tournament with figures of 4 for 20. Since that wicket, the run rate has dropped drastically and it looks like it will continue dropping now with the wicket of Lahira Tiramani as well. Tilakaratni Dulshan has been the standout batsman so far. He's currently on 34. We've already seen one of his trademark Dill scoop sixes and he will tr- probably try and attempt a few more of those as they will need to start upping the run rate later in the innings. The required run rate at the moment is 8.47. So just a score update, Sri Lanka 58 for 2 after 8.4. They are chasing 154 for victory. You know, still lots to play for, obviously, and we, we saw it last night. These games aren't over till they, they're over and, and England losing to, to the West Indies because uh, with that big 100 from Chris Gale last night. This one looking like it could possibly go down to the wire as well and, uh, I mean, Afghanistan, who would have thought but they're giving Sri Lanka a good run. They really are, and I think in the first phase of the tournament, they really were the standout team, and we spoke about them last week as well. They only formed a real cricket team, I think, in 2001, and since then, they've started taking cricket seriously, but in 15 years, they've made tremendous progress. They are the ninth-ranked team in T20s at the moment. That means they are above the likes of Zimbabwe and Bangladesh, so they really have come on leaps and bounds, and that's after Inzabam Ulhaq took over the coaching of the team, and he's done a tremendous job with them. I was going to say, I hope he's not teaching them to run between the wickets because it wasn't his best at skills, was it? No, it wasn't. He's quite a, a big man and he's still quite a big man. I think he's probably put on a few kilograms and uh, he's still uh, shown every now and then. I think he's probably the most famous person in that setup at the moment. So every now and then the camera just goes over to him and uh, at the moment he looks quite pleased with what his team is doing. And so he should be. It's looking very, very good, Johan. Thank you very much for that. Don't forget, South Africa get their campaign underway tomorrow. Big game for the Proteus up against England and a big game for England too after they lost their opener last night. So uh, the pressure firmly on, and uh, it should be a, a great a great game of cricket. Stay tuned a little bit later on in the show as well. We'll hear from David Visser ahead of that clash too. But coming up next here on SAFM, it's the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo. Bidvest Vitz with a, a great win last night against Orlando Pirates, and we'll catch up with their goalkeeping coach, Andre Aronson, next. It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by APSA. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. This is the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo, and uh, if you watched the action last night, man alive, there is a cat amongst the pigeons. Things really hotting up as we head towards uh, the back end of the season. 
Obviously, league leaders Mamelodi Sundowns losing points at home to a team who struggled so far this season, but a, a good win for Bloom Celtic, 3-1 on the road. They'll be pretty chuffed with that, I'm sure. But uh, the other result that uh, swung things a bit last night was Bidvest Vitz winning at home uh, against Orlando Pirates. One goal to nil, the margin of victory. Then we join now by goalkeeping coach for Bidvest Vitz, Andre Irons. Andre, welcome. Uh, thanks for, for joining us tonight. First of all, congratulations. You must be pretty chuffed with that win last night. Yes, thank you, Brad, and, and thanks for having me on the show. It um, it was a fantastic result, I've got to say that. I mean, on behalf of the club and the boys, it really took a, uh, an intense battle to get, uh, you know, to get the three points out of that one and, of course, coming up against uh, a, a wonderful team like Orlando Pirates. And we, we know what they're capable of coming into that game, obviously, on the back of, I think, it was four straight victories. So it really was a good result for us in the end. Andre, looking at, at where we are in the season, uh, it's obviously crunch time now, and if, if Bidvest Vitz are going to win this, this title, now's the time to move. And, and last night, I almost get the feeling that, that it was a huge shift last night. I mean, essentially a six-point swing uh, with, with Sundowns losing points, you guys picking up points. The gap's now four points. It's game on. Well, it, it's amazing how, how football works and, and, and how it can just swing from one direction to the other in the space of one game, as you say. Um, you know, literally... Um, before before last night's round of games, you know the club we sit and thinking, well, how how are we going to get ourselves in there? How are Sundowns going to drop points? Um, you know, obviously with with them being in such fine form at the moment, coming into their game last night, um, and 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 yeah, we sit talking about how that swung last night in terms of you know us getting the the points that we need to. But I think the secret for us going forward from now to the end of the season is just placing the amount of focus we need to on our own performances. And as long as we can keep it in our own hands, I think we're always going to be in with a chance. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have, obviously, just depending on how the league goes and perhaps, you know, um, um, Sundowns will drop more points and we can only hope that happens. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, they've still got a four-point buffer. So, so like you say, I mean, you, you can't control what they do. You can only control what you yeah. do. But it, it pressure does funny things to, to sporting teams, and particularly in football. We've seen it so often where a team has dominated the entire season, but in that final run-in, they, they start getting the jitters and, and anything can happen. You guys are obviously still hopeful that you've got a shot at, at claiming this title. We, 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 we definitely are hopeful um, of that. And, and, and I think, you know, for, for us as a club, it's a case of, 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 of hanging on to that hope. Um, and we can only do that by winning week in and week out um, and, and performing as best we can as a team. And sometimes, you know, people say, well, it's almost as though, let's take Sundance for example, um, they, they're bound to, to, uh, to drop points, they're bound to hit a, a kind of a, a wobble, if you like, um, and, and, and maybe people see last night's result as, as, as just that happening. But I can guarantee you, Sundowns are a big club. They've got fantastic professional players who can bounce back from that. Um, so just to, to say that they've, they've, you know, they've, they've, hit, uh, they've hit a brick wall now and it's downhill from there for, for a team like Sundowns, I think people will say that at their own peril because this is a team, I believe, they've got, they've got strength in depth, they've got character, um, you know, and, and Pizza Musiman is no stranger to getting his team to play. And I think uh, certainly from, from, from a performance like that, you, who knows, they could possibly bounce back. Andre, what, what, what would some of the positives be that you took out of last night's performance? Um, again, the fighting spirit for me that, that, that arose from that game. And when, I say that because when you look at the conditions going into a game like that last night, um, Sundowns, I beg your pardon, Orlando Pirates are a football-playing team. Um, 
but it was never going to be conditions that was conducive to playing football. If we were going to win that game, for example, we, we were going to have to win it ugly. And by ugly, I mean scrapping and, 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 and defending well as a unit, um, making challenges um, at certain you know, areas of the pitch that, that, that really will save the team. Um, you know, my goalkeeper, Manit Joseph, uh, taking one out the corner, for example, from a header. Those are the kinds of things that help you win ugly. Um, and and, and that, fight, that fighting spirit for me is really the one thing that has, that has stood out for me, not just last night's game, but also in games leading up to that. Because we know what our, 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 our team's capable of. And I think when you look at that uh, versus, um, you know, on the back of us losing some key players, we look at Tsubakazi, uh, for example, Pagamani Mashambi, a new uh, young player that's really come through and scored goals for us. Losing players like that have been absolutely vital for us. Um, uh, you know, and, 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 and again, it's given other players an opportunity to come through and show what they can do and, and, and you know, fair use to them. They really have stepped up to the plate for us. And I've spoken to, to Gavin Hunt uh, quite, quite often, and, and he's a huge fan of playing lots of football as opposed to less football. Does playing in a, a cup competition like the, the Confederations Cup sort of hamper your, your league efforts? Or is it a case of it doesn't matter what competition it is, at least you're getting lots of game time? Yeah. Gavin, Gavin speaks about that, you know, pretty much every day, and, and, and I completely agree with him. And I think most coaches will tell you um, that they would rather be playing than having to train every single day. Um, and, and that's the one way you get teams to gel. That's the one way you, you, you as, a, as a coach, you get to have a look at what combinations work for you because you can see it in game situations. And I think that's important. So Gavin's no different to, any, to, to, to many other coaches in the fact that um, the more we stay in competitions, the more the more opportunity we have to play games. Um, and I think that you know uh, that's a good thing. It does have have a negative spin to it because some teams don't have big squads, so you're looking at placing extra burden um, on players who are having to play in the league games every single week. Um, but it's just how clubs have assembled squads that help you um, through those competitions as well. Absolutely. But Vesvitz travelling to Dar es Salaam this weekend uh, for that return leg. Uh, Andre, best of luck for that safe travels. And uh, we look forward to catching up again soon. And best of luck for the, for the rest of uh, the absolute Premiership season as well. Congrats again for the win last night. Brad, thank you very much. And thanks for having me on the show. This is a notice to all employers who are registered with the Compensation Fund. The 2015 return of earnings submission deadline has been extended to 31 May 2016. The return of earnings website for submissions will be opened on the 1st of April 2016. For more information, go to your nearest labor center or provincial office or call 0860-105-350. The Compensation Fund, working for you. Susan, please leave a message. Hi, sweetie. I have to tell you, I convinced your father to invest our money in a NetBank City two-day notice account. So instead of it sitting around, it can grow safely at a great rate of up to 7.1% per annum. And we're not paying any monthly fees or commissions. I think what convinced your dad is that we only have to give 32 days notice if we need it for an emergency or in case of a surprise, like a grandchild. Oh, please. Join NetBank today and make the things that really matter happen by standing a chance to win your share of 5 million rand. Invest in a savings or investment account and get one entry. Open a NetBank account, move your salary and get another 10 entries. Simply dial star 120 star 762 hash to enter. T's and C's apply. We're an authorized FSPN registered credit provider. Make things happen. NetBank. PSL Radio Show. Radio Show. 
Well, there were some interesting results last night. We've uh, just spoken to Andre Arensa, and uh, obviously at the top of the table, things looking interesting, but uh, things looking interesting at the bottom end of the table too. And uh, a big loss for Amatax last night, and uh, an important one. It could be vital come end of the season. We're joined now by head coach Sean Bartlett. Sean, welcome on to SAFM Sport Trap again. Uh, nice to chat. Uh, hard luck on that loss last night, and uh, three points that maybe maybe not, you, you, I mean, you should have picked up at home, but you would have at least wanted a point at home. Uh, a big loss for you guys. Yeah, always a pleasure being on the show, and I was hoping, obviously, for uh, different circumstances, but... Yeah, to to say that uh, I was disappointed as the coach of Amatax um, is an understatement because uh, we prioritise home games for for victories uh, to survive in the league. And um, and to be honest, um, our first half performance didn't justify us uh, getting anything out of the game. Um, you can't play for 45 minutes. You've got to play 90 and make sure that you obviously put pressure on the opponent. I mean, you you would have probably looked at this game. I mean, Ajax, no disrespect to them, but they've struggled mm. uh, the latter half of the season. They started off really well, but they haven't been their normal self. And, and you would have you would have probably looked at this game and thought, you know what, there are some points on offer here, particularly where we are on the log at the moment. We, we 